Hello listeners and welcome to the Rawcast. It's time to have a look at what the Odyssey will take us on this season with the Brisbane Raw Football Club. My name's James Price. I'm going to be taking you through it today because I am the best hostess and I always keep us completely on track and on time <coughs> in the best way possible. That man <coughs> coughing loudly, um, very unsuspiciously, is Mr. Dave Stewart. How are we? I'm oh, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. Nice of you to keep the show on track by introducing me. Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. And the man that always respects podcast etiquette, Mr. Ben Clark. How are we? Always. I always do, and I'm very well, um, because it's the portion of the season while we can, you know, well, hope can be alive. Hope yeah. Optimism. Give it a week. Optimism springs eternal, Price. <laughs> it really does. You know, every season begins anew, and we can always, you know, finish seventh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Could we could definitely finish seventh. The dream, the dream, the dream. Living the dream. Even better, since there's actually another team in the league now. Yeah. So seventh is actually an improvement yeah. on what seventh last year would have been. Yeah, yeah I did definitely. Percentage-wise, yeah. definitely better. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you have to be better than the better the top sixty percent this year to make the finals. You do. You're you the do. top fifty five percent. Yeah, at least getting tough. It's, a big ask. it's, it's all about the five percenters. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's not all about the one percenters anymore. It's about no, the five percenters. No, it's about the five percenters. Five percenters. Yeah, five percenters. So Brisbane Raw this season, obviously massive changes in the off season. Surf City Cup champions, most importantly. Yeah, um, I mean, you know. White play the season. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's pretty much us and Tottenham are in the same boat, right? Like we won something in preseason. They yeah. won the Audi Cup. We won say, the Surf City the Cup. Fuck you, going with this? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get pumped by like Melbourne Victory in the first time we play them. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much right. Probably, yeah, well, it's probably away as well, so that's it's probably a, fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So. Um, Obviously, pre-season, Surf City, we've already covered a lot of the pre-season results so far, we and we have gone across but how, the this is the first official show, episode three. First episode official three. show of the season, though. <laughs> yeah. So we've got to recap all of the games once more, including the FA Cup, and, you know, the last, the first game that Robbie Fowler was in the stadium for at the end of last year. Got to recap it all. Recap it all. Nah, fuck that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let's just cover what we've already... So the couple of results we've had since we last spoke to you. Uh, it was White Bay Select 1, Jared... Benia. Wow, I'm out of my pronunciation already. This is bad. Uh, in the 49th, one name. They took him one name. name. It wasn't and even it, a hard one. And it was an Hello, Anglo-Saxon my name. Is, Hello, my name is Procy. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Jared Benia, uh, in the 49th... Yeah, before some, you go on, the next name... For the Brisbane Raw that scored this, the first goal here, you'd think he's going to absolutely bury this name, but I guarantee he's going to nail it. Yeah. Okay, no pressure, Pricey. <laughs> no pressure. Wide base select taking a surprise 1 0 lead, and you thought it was hashtag it was on up there at the Fraser Coast Regional Football Centre. Uh, but then we we obviously got into gear and <laughs> proved who we were. So, Makagi. Um, <laughs> that's his name, isn't it? That's avoidance there. <laughs> Macaulay Gillespie in the 55th uh, minute. <laughs> For, uh, getting it back to even Aaron Reed in the 60s this exercising the demons of last season where he was rubbish <laughs> I don't know what it is yeah he had, he had he a couple of really shite games and it just affected him so these are exercising the demons yeah. he's put one past oh, Wide Bay Wide Bay select Aaron Robbie Reardon is a genius Aaron Token Reardon genius. is now going to win the Johnny Will, uh, Johnny Wilkins Johnny Warren medal he will win the Johnny Wilkins he will win the Johnny Wilkins medal too that's how good he is he's going to win a medal from the English Rugby Union yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Dylan Wenzel-Holes also put some goals past him and uh, strokes some mullets, presumably. Uh, so that was that one. Um, Are you saying presumably because it's wide bay and you would assume there would be some mullets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely mullets up there. Obviously. Definitely. Like, what are we talking about here? What's the percentage? 30%? Yeah. That's at least three players. Go through that, so. 
So let me, I'll just roll through the other two results and then we'll talk generally what we're doing about off-season. Uh, then we went on and played the NPL <laughs> champions. Now, not the premiers, the champions. Very important dif- um, difference there. Gold Coast Knights, um, who were still clearly drunk because we beat them 5-0. Uh, Roy O'Donnell with the penalty in the, in the 16th. Tom Aldridge wow. in the 27th. Brad Edmund in the 56-60th. And Stefan Mork in the 86th. Some were drunk. You say drunk. Others um, others were Mitch Nichols. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Nichols. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to and play he was, on the bus. They, they were, you know, well, they didn't have to travel past, you know, past the river because they played it at Brisbane's home. Oh, yeah, the, the Logan Centre. Yeah, they played Logan Centre. So, you center. know, close enough to a few um, few friends of Nichols, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah the deep south there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And then the most recent result that happened literally yesterday was uh, Peninsula Power drew this 2 all. Brad Inman got off to a flyer and they're scoring the fifth and seventh minute. And uh, but then we gave away two penalties, and Dean Briggs put them both away to level up two two in the Community Shield. I'm not sure who gets to keep the Community Shield. The community does. The community does. Yeah. It's a it's a real trophy for the people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> disappointingly, I don't think we've actually had a game against Lions to have a Heritage Shield out this no. um, this preseason. No, we've been too busy winning things in NBL yeah. and or just missing out in the final. Yeah, yeah, just missing out. Fair play, actually, fair play to them. They, I haven't listed on the notes here, but mm. they made it all the way to the NPL final for the second year in a row. And that's, ran. Uh, that's and, and went into extra, extra time, time against Wollongong Wolves, um, with ten men for the past for the last forty minutes of that game. That's mm. they they did really well. I think if anything, this is whole <laughs> season has proven is how strong the NPL Queensland is. Yeah, like cause Strikers having a great run in the uh, in the FA Cup as well, which we'll get onto a bit later. Um, yeah, like obviously Queensland Gold Coast Knights actually winning the final in the end. Yeah, in the uh, end and from from both of these two teams. Olympic Olympic really strong during you know you know just losing to Adelaide United as well and the strikers didn't even make the final. Yeah. No, exactly, they didn't make the finals. Yeah, they made the semi-finals of the FA Cup, which is just bizarre. Wow, he has got a square head. <laughs> we, 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 do have the, we do have the NRL grand final one in the background. And dude, that dude needs to grow some hair. Every every. Uh, Every one of those people has a square head. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but, mate, but that was that was that was Stonehead. That was not Stonehead. That was Easter Island. That was Easter Island. That was Johnny Unitas. <laughs> Johnny Unitas. Um, so, what have we thought about preseason overall? Um, well, I have some thoughts, but um, I'll be able to lead us off. In that, it seems like we started actually pretty well. We had some pretty good wins early, and it seemed like there was obviously the whole change of formation. It looks like we're playing a three-four-three. Um, you know, and we've obviously been working at betting that down. Yet, a couple of these last results are a bit. You know, it took us a while to click into gear against the wide bow select, uh, and ooh, drawing with Peninsula Power hadn't played for a number of weeks, um, well into off season. Um, you know, that's not great. We're still sort of conceding goals. Gold Coast Knights, I think that they may not have taken that game that seriously, but oh really? Yeah, it's just, just a hunch. Um, well, you know, it just seems like maybe like it started well, but it seems like it's dipped a bit as we gotten towards the end. Um, I mean, I, I don't I know. A, I mean, but maybe it was just the training loads are up or something. So you know, yeah, I, I have a theory from why that might be, and I think early it would have all been tactical work. So it would have all been, you know, hey, let's just work on this tactically. We don't have to worry about getting ninety minutes into any legs. Yeah. We can just, you know, basically change teams at half time, <clears throat> and it's all about just getting the tactics right and you know, betting people into the tactics. Now it's very much about gearing up for the season, fitness wise. And so performances are going like performances and tactics are probably, you know, not secondary because I mean that's important. They'd be second nature by now, but they should be they should be second nature by now. And it's probably more about putting ninety minutes into legs that haven't had it for months. So, um, you know, that's what this portion of preseason has clearly been, uh, and that's been the priority. Yeah. Um, So, so to me, it's a little. 
It's a little bit like obviously preseason in general is take it with a grain of salt. You can you can take some useful information from it, and I think the useful information we've already had. Like I think this is just, you know, we're coming into the season. We need our guys to be match fit, and we need games to do it. I think um, I think the interesting thing about this off season though, or the preseason, I should say, is kind of when we've played yeah. our A League opposition. So if, if you look over the over the months and months and months that this preseason yes, yeah. goes on for, <clears throat> the cluster of games we actually play other A League teams have all all happened about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Sort of what we so, had two FA Cup and the Surf City. Was yeah. So and so it's all kind of fallen in there. We haven't yeah. had any A League games outside of that, and obviously other A League teams are playing each other still. So it's not like it's impossible. You're not going to get your Perth or your Wellingtons over here unless they've already pre arranged those things well in advance. So that's fine. We played Perth as it was anyway. But, you know, pre-season games against your Central Coast or your Newcastles or, you know, Western Sydney or whatever it might be haven't kind of fallen into this. And and whether that's because we ended up having things maybe on the table, presuming we're going to be knocked out in the first round of the FA Cup, or whether or not that was just not kind of planned for and the Surf City Cup was the only thing they really kind of locked in. Mm. Um, It's an interesting pre-season in the sense, because like you said, Ben, they've probably gone tactic, tactic, tactics, Right, work this tactics against the A-League sides. As it was, we nailed Perth with a youth youth team. Yeah. Which, insane. And with most of their first team on there as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <clears throat> um, but then that, that was probably maybe a variation of different, you know, preparation well, levels. They were probably also preparing tactically as well. Maybe they just weren't yeah. on that point. Who knows? Or maybe probably could have been trying shit. But, <clears throat> but um... Certainly on paper, the, it looked the, like they should have won, yeah. The secondary we, part, we with this, this last month going into the A-League season, like I said, if they've gone fitness... Okay, they've probably played a good selection of teams, you know, teams that are yeah. going to give you a challenge, wide base select side to side because, you know, it's a select team thrown yeah. together. But the other teams that they've played... I mean, that uh, was that was one in Peninsula. Oh, that was that was two and three in the MPL Queensland? Peninsula and right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably we didn't play Lions because literally they're in the MPL. <laughs> themselves, they were still so. playing. So. Yeah. And th- those last two games only announced, what, maybe a week or two before yeah. they actually played them, so they weren't that far ahead. Mm. So it tells me that the club have probably left those options open a little bit and I think that maybe the window for other A-League teams playing them in that time probably closed a little bit I don't think you want to go play an A-League team one week before the A-League no. I think typically you want to play that game against an MPL side or a team like yeah. that to build your confidence um, yeah. but you'd think that maybe they would have played Gold Coast Knights in that game last week if they could have gotten an A-League team before that Yeah, that would have been I think what the preferred normally, plan and normally we've had those like Sydney FC or Wanderers have been up here for a pre-season <clears throat> camp on the Gold Coast and we've played them at Skilled or Something like that. So. And that's what the Surf City Cup was, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I really? guess that was the taking that and putting... That was Perth coming over yeah. here. They had a camp. Newcastle came up. They had a camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. And went and, and to advantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and someone marketed those games instead of it just being... Yeah. Instead of it just being behind closed doors. Like, yeah. and Charged a mozza for it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yes, people did that. But, I mean, you know, the, I'd much rather they do that than have it behind closed doors. You know, mm-hmm. the, I mean, they're if they do, they're if they don't with those sort of things. Yeah. But, like... Oh, what? Are, you, are you saying that some people might be upset by having games behind closed doors? Some people I've, are upset. That I haven't they, seen that anywhere, especially on Twitter. Some people, no. are, some people, <laughs> for any up, teams in the league. Some people are upset at the end of August that they didn't receive their membership packages. Uh, so there's always going to be somebody that's upset. It's all right, we've got an e-membership because they're not sure that they can deliver memberships by round three of the season. <laughs> the, 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 I actually have my own membership story as well. They've taken my money and then given me no recognition that I've actually. That's paid I mean that that's a different thing altogether, yeah, yeah. and I suppose that's where that's a the problems where people are people yeah. are complaining they've not received anything at the end of August. That's probably where that stems from. Yeah. Um, 
that's got to be fixed. Yeah. That's something that the club as well, because ticket take aside, the club ultimately have to own that because yeah. it's them that are taking that are getting the money. It's yeah. their name on the actual you know, membership. What their people are buying, they're not buying a ticket tech membership. They're buying a Brisbane Raw membership. Yeah, exactly. Even so though it's all run through ticket tech. <clears throat> so Brisbane Raw yeah. ultimately have to be able to own that and say, hey, we're okay. We've, here's we're following here, this up. Here's a receipt. Here's something to show. We've received your order for a membership, and I know we're kind of filtering off the course here, but we've received your your membership um, order. Congratulations on being a Brisbane Raw member for 2019-2020. Here's a email with shit that's going to happen this year that we want you to be involved in, or mm. something that just kind of makes them feel like, yeah, we've got your order, yeah. we've got your we got your membership order. You know, you're going to get your tickets at this time, even if it gives a time frame. Expect your tickets to come out this time. <clears throat> By the way, here's what you're entitled to. Here's a membership number already on the file. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on. I guess so. That's generally what's happened. I mean, let's talk about who <coughs> maybe the players are that that, you, that might have impressed you in preseason and, and who you think are in line maybe for a big season. So do you want to kick us off there, Ben? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, new captain Tom Aldred were impressed throughout preseason. Oh, spoilers. Um, you know, bit of a. You already mentioned he scored a goal. Yeah. Goal goes nuts, mate. We already know he's good. Yeah, and if he's on the score sheet, we know he's good. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's the rules. He's he's very, um, you know, he's very much the kind of person that we've <clears throat> had in our back line throughout most of our history. Like he's a bit of a Matt Smith type. <laughs> he is. Um, so yeah, yeah let's, let's think of the great centre backs in our history: Matt Smith, Jade North, Chuck Gibson. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. that ilk. Yeah, that ilk. So Tommy Aldred is. The ball playing English centre centre uh, centre defender Sahib, that can, hang on, that can we've got one. Sahib Mohammed Adnan. Right, he was yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, he had great hair. He had great. Yeah, he had great hair. Um, but yeah, Tommy Aldred was a clear stand. Score free kicks. Yeah. Um, I, I think you know, in an attacking sense, I think you know, I was surprised by so JOC was exactly as advertised. Yeah. So he was very very good, mm-hmm. sharp at set pieces. You know, creative player in the centre, which is what we've been lacking since Charlie Miller. Um, And, yeah, the other one that was a bit of a surprise was uh, Brad Inman, because I'd never really uh, seen all that much of him. I'd seen a little bit of him in, you know, Leagues 1 and 2. His name name had been about before, but I think he was sort of player that I knew of. I thought, yeah, he'd probably do a job. But yeah, he, he seems. He, to, I mean, he seems to like. I mean, we've always known him as a set, like yeah, he's a central midfielder. But he seems he's been used in that more advanced role, and he's certainly been putting the goals away. Like yeah. for me, he's the one that stood out in preseason as that player that has been scoring the goals and uh, you know and has been putting his name forward. I just hope he's not going to be the new um, Skipetis, um <laughs> scores all the goals in preseason. And uh, I mean, that's a terrible tag to put on the bloke. But you all know um, exactly what I'm, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Does all the work in preseason, <laughs> and that's the that's the height of his ability. Um, yeah. No, I think Inman's. Inman's at least got a bit more pedigree behind him than Skipetis did. Yeah, yeah. Skipetis had a little bit of... I don't think he'd really ever played before Brisbane. Like, he had oh. stints at clubs, but he never really kind of gotten game time. Then he came to Brisbane and just showed that, that why that would be the case. So yeah. Inman at least has actually had a proper career in lower league levels of England. <clears throat> and uh, has come to Brisbane. Uh, he's got to start matches. He's going to start matches. He's going to be that... 
point just behind the behind the strikers from the sounds of things. Yeah. Um, that will follow in, and you know, you've got Joe Shea next to him. That will also you know put things on a plate for him. And yeah, it's going yeah. to be interesting how they sort out that whole midfield be. area because it's like, you've got like Stephen Moore pushing in there, and <coughs> obviously like Roy Donovan up front, Wenzel Halls if he's fully fit. Like there's some really quality options in there, and mm. how you fit them all in around and. Because it's sort of like our three at the front is sort of a two with a one in behind, right? So Neiman's that one in behind. Is that right? You'd imagine yeah. so. Yeah, like it's, it's, not, it's not like it's not a traditional three in You'd imagine one, cent, one central strike. Because it's, 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 it's a bit of a different sort of, you know, setup to what we're used to, even from when we used to play two up front, you know, because it's... O'Shea is way more advanced than any, like, attacking midfielder centrally we've ever had. Yeah. And then... The strikers are in a different configuration to what we've ever had. So we've got, you know, Inman really playing quite deep, almost back level with O'Shea, but a yeah. bit more of a free... Deep-lying striker sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a... Link- linking the, yeah. the front line to the midfield, which is what which the is AM, what, as attacking midfield, would normally do anyway. Which, which is what O'Shea would do anyway, but it's also it's almost like he has a free role to kind of just roam around, do whatever, whereas Roy's kind of the guy that's just on the shoulder all the time, you know, playing a more traditional kind of, you know, you know, number nine role. Inman's very much the kind of free player in there, it seems. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's the fact that we've got these players in the centre of the park as well. So we've got... I'm just trying to think of the formation, but then I just realised we're not going to really have wingers. No. That'll be... The our wingers are the, 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 our wing-backs, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so all of a sudden we've now got... Instead of having four it's players really wide, there. we're really it's having sort of two players wide, and that creates two extra spots in the middle of the part to. Control it's sort of like a six. It's sort of like a six up through the guts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sort so, of two, 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 almost. Yeah. 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 So it'll be, and yeah, that's very similar to a Perth play anyway, right? <laughs> and, and I mean, part of part of, yeah, part of Inman's, part of what Inman seems to do as well is get to those wide spaces if necessary. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Roy is the one staying <clears> in the middle for the actual chances, which is sometimes what we were lacking. In previous seasons, you know, it's you and know, the other one up the front is the one that's probably going to drift wider if it's yes. if it is Wenzel Halls, if it is um, what's his yeah. name, uh, the beer, uh, Holloway, yeah. um, like it's, it's like it's going to be like <clears throat> you'd imagine that Wenzel Halls and Roy are going to be relatively interchangeable, mm. and then Amadi Holloway, like our other attacking with your, options, with your Inman, really, are yeah. going to be more of the more. Inman sort of role, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. See how Amari Holloway kind of fits into this. Will be interesting, especially since he's been out injured for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you asked about players that will kind of come in. Obviously, we've mentioned Inman, we mentioned Roy Donovan, we mentioned Aldred. Um, I honestly think Stefan Mork, as much as any new signing, is going to make as much of a difference because he has missed so much of last year. Oh, yeah. He is he, he, basically going to come in and just create this. He's energy a new, basically. He's he's a new, a new signing, player. basically, without yeah. a new signing. He's going to be an incredibly important part of that midfield. And probably a part that we really sorely missed last year because ultimately he was um, he was out either suspended or injured for a vast majority of it. So um, and let's face it, we, we missed a lot of players through injuries last year, but he was he was probably a big one, one of the massive signings in the off-season for that year, and we missed him for three-quarters of it. So he'll he'll be like a new signing. He'll be keen as mustard to actually make an impact this year as well, uh, especially against Adelaide, because, you know... Oh, yeah. He, oh. Loves, he loves going to Adelaide. Loves Adelaide, <clears throat> Get, Getting eye-gouged and shit like that. Yeah. Just the sort of thing... Jai Ngim's the other one that we're playing up that wide, sort of wide but float in and out role. For me, he's playing number 23 of the 23-man squad. Yeah, that's probably fair. That is probably fair. 
Maybe even 24. <laughs> <laughs> we have some youth players in there that probably get a run before him as well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's, it'll be interesting. But it's, even it's, if Mirza Maranovic can make it his way up in there, that'll be yeah. you know, interesting to see. It'd be good to see him coming through now that we've yeah. lost you know, the other rest of the Holy Trinity. Yeah. He's the only one left. Yeah. But what would you call one? You would call a Holy Trinity. What would one of those Holy Trinity be called? An unity. <laughs> I don't know James Price ladies and gentlemen James yes. Price works with James Price uh, yeah it'll be interesting to see um, defensively how do you think it's I mean moving obviously the three at the backs are more modern sort of system we saw Wellington and Perth run with it last season mm. I think Rudin's taken his back three two and with him to Western United I think Wellington gone back to a back four but Perth yeah. obviously is still probably going to run the same system we'll see if anyone else <clears> adapts it as well it's um it's certainly different to what we've seen, seen in Brisbane fall. Yeah, I think Scott Neville will obviously be very familiar with the process that he mm. has because Tony's straight from Perth, so that'll be fairly familiar to him. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see... Tommy Orge is obviously going to be there. I, I imagine Gillespie's going to be back there with him. It seems to be Gillespie, that he's favoured. Yeah, Gillespie, obviously, as we spoke before, young player, had he's gone through a good academy, and Newcastle's youth academy is nothing to be sneezed at. That's a yeah. good place to come through. I was a little bit unsure about him at first. The game that really turned my opinion a little bit on him more favourably was that Central Coast game, yeah, uh, FA Cup game, because yeah. he was actually really solid. Yeah. Despite the result, made, he and, was really and, and made one mistake. <clears throat> made one mistake, but yeah, he he was he was really solid. He was. If you think about all the things he did right versus the things he did oh, wrong, it yeah. way outweighed on the right on the things he did For right. Sure. As a defender, and I can appreciate this being one myself, you make one mistake, it can be costly. Oh, absolutely. Right? And, uh, so, but you make, but you do all the good things right, and no one notices because yeah, yeah, you've you've done what you needed to. It was your job. Yeah. Striker misses a shot. Ah oh, well, you can exactly have another, go, yeah. you'll have another few. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's a different different sort of thing. But um, Gillespie will be interesting one to see how he develops. Given this is probably his first full year as a starting player. I don't know if he's had seasons beforehand in England where he's actually been a starter. Yeah. Well, he didn't Maybe come, he didn't come to us from you. Well, surely at no, Carlisle he United he was start playing a bit. So, no, that's Carlisle. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah, shit. Yeah. It's, <laughs> this is a step. This up, is the A League. This is an A League, mate. This is the A League. We're, yeah. we're at least top of League One, bottom of Championship, as everyone knows. <laughs> Look, I had the pleasure of watching um, Plymouth play Scunthorpe last night in our League Two. Can confirm the A League is at least better than that. <laughs> which was second bottom low bar yeah it's a low bar it's mid-table league two versus bottom, second bottom of league two yeah yeah but I mean that's, yeah, that's yeah. a roundabout right anyway. now you don't want to start talking about lower league English football mate because I'm on a high with that shit well so yeah yeah yeah. that's just yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, keep, we'll keep we'll keep track of the uh, of the A-league stuff and we'll yeah. talk about that off, off my yeah absolutely so it's yeah well that's interesting I mean obviously Jack can get to come back in from injury as well and he'll yeah. fight for position and like Aiden O'Neill's a quality player as well how have we not even talked about him yet yeah yeah, Aiden O'Neill. Fucking great player to bring in. Yeah, is he playing? He's playing like more <coughs> two more centre defensive mid roles, right? He's like defensive mid. Yeah, he's that's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, 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 that not ones. not the advanced role where no. Rache is playing. Yeah. No, he's, he's he'll probably sit alongside Mork if anything. Yeah, I'd say. Who do they play Mork that day? I think Mork O'Neill. Mork and O'Neill in those two spots. Mork and O'Neill, and then well, O'Shea and, and they've been playing Akbari in there. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, so Akbari's done well. But but like I think when you when you go towards the season, you know maybe Akbari doesn't quite make it, but who knows? He might. He, he you can say the same thing about Courtney Smith, though. Courtney, oh sorry, Courtney Perkins. Perkins sorry, Courtney Perkins. Yeah. Um, Courtney Perkins. I mean, he's off to the. We'll speak about this later on. But he's off to a World Cup now. But he's um. I would never have picked him to be playing on the left wing on the left fullback spot. No. And he's been playing that in you know, both the FA Cup games and. 
pre-season matches. Well, that's so. true, yeah. Like, it is sort of weird. Like, because I don't think... It, I sort of think Neville and McGing are around the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. Uh, McGing to me is a centre back, and Neville's the is the is perfect for the right wing back. But they've they've been the other way around in preseason as well. Certainly, they were in the FFA Cup. So McGing yeah. will be an interesting one to see if he gets game time. I don't know if mm. he's going to end up with a whole lot of time on the park. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. But yeah, it'll be it's, yeah. it's 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 really going to be really interesting how it sort of plays out. And the first eleven will be very telling, won't it? Just mm. sort of okay, this is actually. Yeah, like you, you always feel the feeling, even if they cup, he was probably throwing it around a little bit, or just availability. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how he lines up with this first, not just the first game, but the first kind of three or four, because injuries obviously could be a factor at some point. Yeah. I'm assuming it will be, um, but those first three or four games, presuming that we've got all players available ready to go, will, will kind of give us an indication as to kind of which way Robbie Fowler wants to play. Yeah, on a more consistent basis, you know, FA Cup games are fairly inconsistent in terms of timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a couple of weeks between them. Pre-season, you're going to shuffle the deck every now and again, anyway. So, and and, and look, I, yeah. I also think that uh, actually having you know guys like can get around the team and training again, you know, it's it's going to like that competition for spots is going to be really interesting to see what Robbie does because obviously he's come in the guys that have been fit and firing and stuff in the you know whole preseason they're the guys that are being chosen for games right now you know he might change his mind as the season progresses you know bring these other guys mm-hmm. that are just getting recovering from injury or whatever might bring them in and you know be favorably impressed by them so. it, it seems like it's much more it's certainly we've built a squad we haven't built oh, when, yeah. when we haven't Melbourne victory it where there's this really clear like, starting 11 like we're probably yeah. like I, like with players I'm actually confident in we're probably 18 19 deep yeah yeah, I agree with that. That's it. Like, and then Jai Ingham's and and, 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 <laughs> and Tell us and, what we think about Jai Ingham Day. I get the impression. Let us Jai Ingham sit on the Jacob Pepper scale of incompetency. Um, <laughs> but I mean, when, when, we, when we're talking about, you know, who's going to start in midfield after watching the midfield of last season, mm. you know, we've got Aidan O'Neill, Stefan Mork, Ramadik Bari, Jay O'Shea. Brilliant, man. Brad, who, who I think is realistically going to be an attacking midfielder. like an attacking issue. I don't think he's a striker. George Mills? I mean, George, George Mills. Mills. I completely forgot about Mills. Yeah. Completely <laughs> forgot about That's how many signs we had this year, man. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, our ins and outs was just... So many signs. It's, it's a complete new squad. Like, yeah. It is... Yeah. There is, there is so Mills, little left of what Mills will be an interesting off-the-bench option. Like, mm. like, like any of those guys, I'm confident in. <clears> and then you get Jack Becker. Uh, <laughs> so you know, who is now a midfielder? Can't wait till round seven, and we've got Jacob Pepper and Bowles back in centre defence, <laughs> just like the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Aaron Reardon next to him, just to really, uh, hopefully, playing Perth again or something. That'll, that'll Jack, on Jack King gets returned. <laughs> yeah, Jack King gets returned. Yeah, no, nothing against Jack King. You know, I'm just thinking if, if we get back, back five, <laughs> they, they replace him just so he can play him at left back <laughs> yeah. and centre back. If we just have a back five of uh, O'Toole, uh, Reardon, Pepper, Bowles, and Hingo. That'd be great. Just for old time's sake. Yeah, just for old time's sake. Yeah. So, anyway, well, I guess... So, Robbie, Robbie Fowler, do we need to say much more about him? I mean, obviously, like, it was interesting, like, I did an interview with the uh, Jets boys, and, um, you know, they're obviously pretty interested in Robbie, and, like, do we think, like, he will have a be able to influence game? Is that the big thing we need to find out, is how he, really he goes when the season's actually kicking and kicking and going? Like, it's it's the big unknown about him, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, pre-season's one thing. The FA Cup probably gave us a little bit of an insight into yeah. Robbie, but... As I said before, it's going to be the first three or four games. That's really going to give us an insight in terms of what he's, what sort of stamp he's able to put onto this team. Yeah, and one game's going to be one part of it, but you need probably a few games collectively to get a feel for it. And 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 part of it is, you know, obviously 
the tactical style. We're getting a bit of an impression of that, but what we're not what we're not really seeing is how that weds up to the fitness work, the motivation, you know, all of that sort of stuff that the full proper season brings. You know, because keeping them fit, keeping them motivated, you know, keeping them like engaged through a full season is obviously you know the challenge of a of a head coach you know of a manager and i mean you know that's where that that's the bit where we have the big question mark you're engaging a pre-season as long as the ailey is probably just as much of the challenge to yeah. be honest oh, i mean it helps that it was all new players and there's clearly competition for spots and and we're all getting to know each other yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. So, it was actually the, just as a side but i was interested they, they obviously directly asked about roy donovan the, Je- the jets boys and uh you know you know i sort of feel like he's flown on the radar a bit up here like because he was, a he was announced really so soon after the season, yeah. Um, and so he's known for some long time. I think, I think there wasn't necessarily that much made of like you know his history, his record, or his history. Like well, we you know, know he can score goals. Yeah, we, we know, know he can score. We goals. know his history in the A Links. We know he can score goals, and that's what he's been. He's that proven goal scorer. We also know he can get himself suspended for long stints. We do know this, but I mean, if we got Wentz off, so yeah, that's right. Whatever. Um, we so we it's a proven goal scorer, and I think I'm probably guilty of this too. Of, of just assuming that he's going to just start banging him in all over pre-season so he's just going to get lighted up in pre-season so he walks into the first game against Perth and just be like fuck it here's a hat-trick you know but he hasn't He and, and that no. FA Cup game against Central Coast probably underwhelmed a little bit mm. um, it, it, we'll see how he goes he's still proven at this level so he he knows where the goal is, you know. It's he, like, he does know where the goal is, but is it, I think I feel like I mean, as I look back at that, and he's obviously scored a penalty. That's his only scores on those games that we have listed there. Yeah. And the FFA Cup, he only scored a penalty, and then missed one of the penalty shootouts. True. So it's it, it has been probably a little bit underwhelming. But yeah, he's fast captain, so whatever. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that, that was the interesting thing. Is like you know, he's such a firebrand, and no one getting suspended yet. We've got him made him vice captain, so he's obviously a powerful influence in the change room. So. He's, also, yeah. he's a senior player age-wise as well. So oh, he's, 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 he's going to have that. He's going to have that. He's going to be a vocal sort of player. Again, because he knows the loop. Right? He knows the loop. Yeah. So he knows, he knows he'll knows. he be familiar with some of the players he's playing with before they all came in. Yeah. He'll know the Scott Nevels. He'll know the Jack Ingers. He'll know the Jamie Youngs. He'll know all these players yeah. that have been around the league and probably had chats with them in, you know, after games or you know, after-season sort of shindigs with the FFA Sort of medals and shit. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, he's probably gotten on the lash with half of the boys and yeah. knows them already. So, that won't be, that's not un- entirely unfamiliar. We'll get on to the captain in a moment, but obviously that was, yeah, he's obviously a dressing room yeah. figurehead already and made a presence the moment he walked in. We'll get on to who it is in a moment. Yeah. Everyone probably knows already. Exactly. Tom Aldridge was. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably always just cover off that news point now. Okay, uh, Tom Aldridge. Tom Aldridge is captain. Cool. Okay, yeah, cool. It was announced. <laughs> Jamie Fowler. Call him a good lad. Because everyone's a good lad. Uh, and, and hands up here, anyone that was shocked. No hands. No hands. surprise. No. There, there yeah, wasn't anyone... Nat- I was thinking Jacob Pepper, but, <laughs> you know. I think the only legitimate one that was left from left over was Young, but Captain... And Hingit. Young and Hingit. Hingit yeah. was unfortunate in the fact that he's still injured. Yeah, I think... You can't have a captain going into the round one of the season that's been on the injury list for the past yeah. eight months. If he had had a full pre-season, then maybe he could have shown his... <clears> yeah. But, but, but you know, Robbie coming in trying to make his stamp as well. Mm. Probably good to get uh, you know, completely new blood in there as you know, into the captain's let's face it, these boys are still probably leaders in the in the dressing room. Oh, for sure. I think it's been here for years now, probably as long as we've been doing this podcast. Season 8, ladies and gentlemen, get around it. Um, <laughs> but, and Jamie Young is as vocal a goalkeeper as you can see in the league. Yeah. Right? He does not stop mouthing off. So he will be like that in the change room. He'll be very vocal and you know make sure he's communicating to all of his players 
you know, throughout the games anyway. So you're going to know he's there. Just doesn't wear the not wearing the armband. That's about the only difference. Yeah. So the first game of the season is of course next weekend. It is Sunday night, uh, five p.m. our time. Do we even? Uh, there it is. Yeah, uh, three p.m. local, five p.m. our time. Available on Fox Sports K and the My Football app. Not available on ABC, which we'll cut, get to later. Uh, Why would it be on the ABC? That's a weird thing to say. We haven't even gotten to that news I know, yet. I know. People don't know about that news until no. we tell until them. Until we report yeah. it. That's it. So Perth Glory and Preseason. So is it on channel? Is it on one? Channel one. It's channel one. Yeah, it's still on one. Yeah. Still on one. Still on one. Yeah. Okay. You just just at ten sport, and they'll uh, they'll, they'll let you know when it's on. At ten sport. What time's the game? <laughs> uh, preseason for Perth Glory. Uh, a disappointing two 0 loss to Manchester United. Uh, very troublesome signs that one losing to Manchester United because they're absolutely no good. Uh, and odds are mid table EPL side. Pfft, no, they're not mid table, man. <laughs> The way they go, then Tottenham, then Tottenham are joining well, Everton down the bottom. Technically, they're mid table, aren't they? Yeah, technically. technically. Yeah. I didn't say where they'd finish, yeah. but at the moment, they're mid table. So um, some wins good. against local teams. I'm just going off Google <laughs> here. Uh, lost a 2 1 uh, at home to the Western Sydney Wanderers in the FFA Cup round of 32. Yep. Lost a 1 0 to us in the Surf City Cup. And then also lost, uh, drew one all with Newcastle Jets. And then lost on pens. Man, we reported that during that last yeah, show. Yeah, I'm just coming back, mate. <clears> we yeah. reported that live. Yes, we did, actually. Uh, Melbourne victory. We're the official Surf City correspondents of the <laughs> Surf City Cup. Yeah. And what's that? That's a couple of weeks ago. They lost to Melbourne victory two nil, as well. And I think that the, all their other games have just been against Perth MPL uh, sort of level teams. So, um, not to be honest, that form line is not great from Perth. Um, but then Popovich, Popovich is Popovich. He showed himself how to. He, he knows how to run a team. The rings and outs. Um, just to sort of quickly go through them as well as I scroll down my sheets. Um, so, out, they've sort of lost Davidson, Sandlab, Fabio Ferreira, Walter Scott, uh, Jacob Italiano, Scott Neville. Let's just forget Sandlab's last kick of a football at a professional level. Yes. <laughs> ah, I can have a nice person. But ins, you know, some interesting ins as well. Baggers and Dingham from us uh, as mm. part of that sort of swap for Scotty Neville. Um, <laughs> Jacob Track coming in from Sydney FC. So Bjorn Kim from JG United, an interesting one. Osama Malik coming back to the A-League. He's a quality player at A-League level. We know that. Um, sort of come into their, I'm assuming, coming to their defensive pairing. Uh, sorry, defensive three. Gregory Wuthrich from the Young Boys. I don't know much about him. Ben, he on your radar, mate? No, not at all. Um, yeah, bit of a bit of a bolt from the blue. Mm. James Meredith, which I know, Dave, you were always sort of thinking <clears> he, he was. Done. He was on my list of players that I thought we should sign at the start, end of last season. Mm. So he is... A great pickup. He is, as I think I mentioned beforehand, effectively a replacement for Scott Neville. Yeah, as that fullback. Um, is he no, he's left back? Is he? So he be um, he replacing Jason Davidson? Mate, we thought. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. He's, I mean, they're all fullbacks, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't give a fuck which side they're playing. They're all fullbacks, right? <laughs> yeah. So as far as I'm, you're a master coach, as far as I'm, right? yes, right. Um, mate, if you want to play in my size, you have to play right and left. You have two feet. Yeah. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, Meredith is probably an understated signing for them. Yeah, you got your Fauna Rollies up the top there. They're obviously going to command the attention from a hmm. from a, a name perspective and what they're going to do on the park. Just funny, he's actually not listed as an in on this because oh, I guess he, he signed for last season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's he's definitely. I think Meredith is definitely going to be one of those players that will hmm. have the impact. Uh, so have an impact on their side, but won't necessarily be the star making sort but, of yeah player. Particularly in a three five two as well. Yeah. I think having those you know guys <clears throat> that are comfortable playing those roles. Very important. It'd be so. really interesting to see if um, Dingham sort of steps <coughs> up, like because I mean I always thought that the natural role for him, in with his skill set, was one of the wing back roles, yeah. which makes a funny leftist. But obviously, he just wanted to change it up. I and don't get think fresh. he's had a whole lot of game time though. In, no. the, in the important games, anyway, he's probably been injured again. I don't think he's played a whole lot of matches though. So I think Daggers has probably gotten a lot more 
Mm. A lot more game time. Lots of bench. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how Daggers goes against, against us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he might have a point to prove. Mm. And R- Riley Wallen. So, but really, I mean, Fauna Rolly is the big change up front. Um, to you know, that's a hell of a potent weapon to add to what was already a pretty yeah. potent team at scoring goals. Like, yeah, it's that's going to be pretty formidable and a really good challenge for us first up. Is economy that's going to be in the squad? Uh, did he make the Socceroos? The team, yeah. Well, if he's in Socceroos, which I think he is, then no. Well, that's positive. Yeah, because it I, don't, I, I don't know whether he got called up. Actually, I don't think he did. But if he's if he's playing against no, us, he, he is. He I know is there was four be... players from the A League, and I know one of them yeah. is Demi Petrados. Jamie, um, Demi Petrados, um, someone from Sydney, Redmayne. Yeah, Redmayne from Sydney, and someone else. Uh, that's a fucking joke, by the way. Oh yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely grammar. No, no Economides. Yeah, I don't think so. So, so. McLaren to Petrados <coughs> and Ryan Grant was the fourth. Ryan Grant, there you go. Um, so Economides is going to be effectively you're going to have Fornaroli and Economides as your two players you've got to be careful of. Yeah, right. And that, that's With Castro that's... weaving the wings in behind him. But you've also got like salary cap. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but you've also got players like you know defenders that will just go and they won't know their reputations. They're not going to know who Fornaroli is, and they're going to mm. take him on face value so that could work well for us that could work against us I think a lot of the times these sorts of players come into these games because they've done so well early on they've built a reputation that defenders all of a sudden yeah, they're a bit they're con- conscious of they're wary yeah. of right yeah. Aldra's not going to give a crap about Fonerol he's not passing the league he's not going to know who he's going to go and fucking right? smack him in <laughs> around yeah. the chops he was the first one to get started on Matt Simon in the Central Coast game yeah. and everyone everyone's basically like right we got Matt Simon versus Aldra this is what I came to see yeah. so it's and and, and, and Matt Simon very quickly realised he couldn't pick on him, so he, <laughs> he decided to pick on Gillespie instead. That's right. That's so it. it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how our backline comes up against them. Obviously, Fowler will know a bit more about these players because you'll have the scouting, the you know Darren Davis and whatnot there to to kind of give him a history on on these players. Yeah. But um, he may turn around and say, "I don't give a crap about." Yeah, you know, uh, need to know this. I don't need Gillespie to know this. Scott Neville's already going to know anyway. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, the rest yeah. of our backline don't don't care. They're just going to hit him. Hit him. Hit him hard. Hit him hard. Yeah. Right. Are we going to be the thugs of the alley, are we? No, I just, I just want to see more dark arts. I think we went through this last yeah. time. I got, I'd, I'd love to see a little bit of dark arts in the backline. Dark arts, yeah, that's it. My favorite a few one, more Matt Simons. The last time I remember the dark arts was Corey Brown hauling back jump high as they went on a break in that semi-final we had against Western City yeah. a few years ago. And that was amazing. I mean, that was bring, on halfway, uh, well away from the ball, but it saved a goal. Bring back Enrique taking a mark on halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was less dark, though. Yeah, that's That true. was just more... Stupid, obviously. That was just like, hi, I've, yeah. I've, I've called the ball. Yeah. <laughs> or the Andre K. Jacob Burns. Um, anyway... <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, well, actually, no Wenzel Halls on on Ryan Gray. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 very true. Mullins, yeah, Mullins, they're the Mullins Yeah, no, it's um, it'll be a really interesting test because they are good players and they they are a good team. There, there's a reason they're top of the ladder last season. You know, sort of round with those league towards the end of the year, just fell short in the in the grand final. You know, they might have a point to prove to make up that. Yeah. Um, Popovich is normally pretty good to get his team back up again to go again for a new season. Um, you know, they'll be planning to have Asian Champions League as well. Um, in the later in the season, so they're the other ones guaranteed to be in that. I think because I think yeah. we lost our third spot, so yeah, should be. Um, I mean, that's the season after, actually. Um, yeah, so now obviously tough game, and then we have a bye afterwards, and so that's makes it a bit of a. Well, it's cool. We come from Perth, you know, it's long. Yeah, way. well, that's it. It's long. Have a bye after. They got they got to drive back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and 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 like I, I certainly think it'll just be a bit of a barometer. Like I'm not particularly concerned about the result because <clears> I mean you know if you looked at this. Just as a neutral fixture, you wouldn't be expecting us to win this fixture. No, 
No, right? com- like a whole completely overall Off team. Off the back of last year, no. Brand, like, brand new team. Um, you know, form guard from last year obviously gets thrown out, but, I mean, they're the reigning, you know, they're the reigning premiers. You know, they they have a lot more kind of to lose than we do. And, you know, we're, you know, we're away from home. So, like... You know, we we could upset the apple cart. We definitely have the potential to do it, but I, I yeah, we I'm have probably... done already this year. When we beat Sydney away, that was definitely an apple cart upsetting. That was, oh, but I mean, <clears throat> no one expected that though. That no one expected that out of the blue. But I mean, Sydney were clearly a month behind in preparations on us at that stage. Yeah, like they'd barely they'd barely started training again in the FFA Cup came around. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's Perth Glory. So that is a Saturday. That is Sunday evening, five pm kickoff our time here in Brisbane, three pm over in Perth at the Paddock a.k.a. HBF Park. Um, and that is the final game of that round. Do you want to quickly touch on so, FA Cup? <coughs> yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's just talk We won't go too far because we've been going way long for this, uh, for this part of the oh, show. that's all right. Uh, FFA Cups, obviously, the strikers continued on their run. So in the quarterfinals, they came up against uh, Moreland Zebras and in a cracking game, actually, backwards mm. and forwards. Um, oh, yeah. Brisbane strikers uh, ended up at three of defending Moreland Zebras, two. Fraser Hills on the 27th, Ryan Palmer in the 43rd and 57th. Moreland Thomas Barofosh in the 55th and Jacob Williams in the 82nd brought it back to um, be really tense and close um, just for the that was a cracking cracking game yeah cracking game absolutely cracking game yeah some really interesting and it just Moreland Zebras ran out a bit of puff towards the end and sort of the more professionalism of the higher level NBL team showed so uh, 1,915 in attendance at Perry Park and that all led up to the big semi-final Brisbane Strikers uh, against Melbourne City they led early. Andy Pangeli, oh, that boy, got one down the third minute. The good, place went wild. Good finish. Cracking finish. Absolutely brilliant finish. And just took it, looked up and took his opportunity Like when the opportunity arose. He didn't hold off or second-guess himself. It yeah. was really well taken. Uh, but then, fair to say, once the <laughs> Melbourne City train got a rolling, uh, <laughs> strikers struggled to stop it. So it was Melbourne City 5 in the end. And Connor Metcalf in the uh, 30th pulled it back to be <laughs> 1-1 at... Half time, and then J Mac McLaren in the 48th and 80th, Still and Marcelo down. Cabrera in the 60th, and then Scotty Galloway got one in the 90th plus two to finish it off. So, and uh, from the 3,706, there's a great attendance there at Perry Park, and uh, good little probably money earner at worst for prison strikers. But I think mm. we commented at the time it'd be the worst. I know we were commenting, I think, uh, I think all three of us were at the Moreland Zebras game, yep. and we we're saying that City was probably the worst of the three for uh, strikers to yeah. get. And that's what I think they off. ideally would have loved to have had. Central Coast because it's Central Coast or Adelaide because they have not favoured going to Perry Park in the past. But Cent- Melbourne City, yeah, that was they were, they were hiding always, to nothing with that one. Yeah, they were always just going to run up into it, make make the final for them to lose. Although, yeah. although 3,000 people there were believing for a good 27 minutes that yeah, yeah. there was good a job. shot. It was on and they were defending pretty well like in that first half mm-hmm. and they were keeping it tight but, uh, but the, the quality showed in the end. The quality the showed in the end. end. Yeah. And obviously we already talked about Lions. Yeah, 3-2 three, three, uh, in the end uh, losing to... 3-2? No, 4-3. Four, 4-3 three. Four, three, losing to Wollongong in the MPL Grand Final. After extra uh, time. After time. time. Yeah, and they beat Maitland City in the semi-finals from Northern New South Wales and yep. who did they beat up here? The Tasmanian team, I think. So No, no, no. They play, beat uh, Campbell... Campbelltown City, South Australian, yes, South Campbelltown, Australia. yeah, that's the South Australian Campbelltown, yes, uh, in the first round. So, you know, they played South Australia, Northern New South Wales and New South Wales in in their run through. And I, said, that, I, don't, I don't know if any other clubs actually made the um, the final, the NPL finals, two years running. No. They've not won either of them, but no. I don't think any clubs have actually made at that point. No. Consequently. So they've got that, and that's, that's obviously, 
you know, they'll be working to go one better again next year, but... Um, yeah, well, we're still their coach, so... Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right, that about does it for that. We'll uh, just jump off to a, um, a quick little message and have a break, and uh, yeah. we'll be back to you in a minute. Oh, I just want to thank you guys for your amazing tips. I always follow Ben's and that green dinosaurs. I always go to the TAB with all those tips, and, well... Let's just say the TAB lady loves me every time I walk in. Anyway, guys, have a good one. I'm a big fan of all podcasts called The Rawcast, but really my f- this is my second favourite Rawcast. Um, you know, PVES Rawcast, still my favourite. But keep up the good work, boys. You know, it, it's very, very difficult to maintain that high standard. So, uh, you know, um, you know th- do your best. I love the new format. I think it went fairly smoothly, and especially if it makes it easier for you guys to do the podcast. Thanks, guys. Welcome back. Thank you to our amazing listeners that have sent messages in. Um, such a wide variety of topics covered. Uh, I'm sure you'll agree as well. So you can actually come and join us. And so one of them was actually legitimate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, really so one was uh, Road, Road a Skater. I sent in one which one was he? Which one was he? I don't think anyone could tell which one he was <laughs> at all. Uh, so what you just need to do is you just need to find us on anchor.fm slash the dash rawcast with the dash rawcast on anchor.fm. Um, that's a hyphen, yeah? That's a hyphen, yeah. Okay, right. Yes. Not uh, an underscore. We might actually be able to change it so it's the same as everything else, but anyway. possible. Anyway, anyway, just find us on anchor. That's anchor.fm. Yeah, where where we upload these, and there's a big button that says um, add a listener message. <coughs> so we've got that open to you. Um, you just go through. You only have a minute, okay? So it's limited to a minute, and um, you just pretty much record it. You can put. Make sure you put your name. Uh, give it a title about what it's about, and um, you do have to sign up to an account with Anchor. It's one of those ones where you can just click on the add through but, Facebook or Google. But Something we really want you guys to be able to get involved with. Do it after games. Do it when you see some news about the Brisbane Raw. Do it if you just see the pre-game lineup. You know, and we'll play. We're not, if we get a crap load of them, obviously we can't play all of them because otherwise you'll hit ninety minutes of just that. And then that sounds like an amazing podcast. Wow, we don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it'll just be me introducing the, that. <laughs> just be me introducing the broadcast, and then all I just have to do is just pretty much put all the listener messages <laughs> in an order. No, but get involved. Put, put your two talk, cents in. Brisbane Raw Talkback Radio. Yeah, we're, we're at that's least, pretty much what this is. We're at least going to be, we're at least gonna be putting like top three, top four, top five sort of oh, in, yeah. in the show. Um, so I mean, we want to hear what you got to say because it's easy enough for us to talk shit, but we want to hear what you guys want to say. Yeah, yeah we want to hear you guys talk shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, particularly when it comes to PBS Rawcast. Yes, PBS Rawcast is the best. Is yeah. it? I mean, we are typically the second best. We are the second best Brisbane Raw podcast, and we are the second best uh, Rawcast. Rawcast. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, Although, P- just a note on the PBS Rockers, I'm still waiting to see which class Mrs. Robinson's looking after. Yeah. I know, right? I know, right? I've been singing her song. It's like Lost. It is like Lost, yeah. It's leaving us hanging. Yeah, leaving us hanging. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to some news because there's been plenty of this that we need to get through. Uh, we have some kits that we'll be playing in we this do. season. That's nice. And three of them are available. Three of them are available, yes. One of them is less so. Yes, less so. And one of them, they've had some problems with getting out to people that actually thought they ordered <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, that's... um, Yeah, so we, there is an orange kit, there is a, a grey kit, there is a maroon kit, and there is the special event black kit. Which presumably is for the Anzac Day. Yes, I would imagine so. Yes. And Remembrance Round, I'd say. The, the yeah. game's against Adelaide, basically, yeah. on those yeah. particular days. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll add some extra decals or something for that. Yeah. yeah. 
Possibly. Um, you know, a poppy. So okay. that's what I mean. Just so you know, something simple. So um, it's they all have a bit of a, a weird some pattern. That some that won't go missing against an orange yes. background, right? Yes. Uh, so they all have an interesting sort of weave um, pattern. Well, I don't know if the black one has it. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a bit more subtle. So all the others have a bit of a sort of cross hatch weave pattern through them. It's all pretty much the same across the three of them. Um, other than that, I mean. They're all pretty standard. I mean, I'm sure you've all seen pictures of them. This is an audio podcast. Not much point us describing, but there are kits. And the black one is the one that um, everyone wanted and, of course, sold out. And, um, yeah. The black one is mint. It is. Um, the, 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 I love uh, the black kit. Like, and it's probably my second favourite ever black kit after the original ACL Away mm. kit. Which, and to me, nothing will beat that kit because that was schmicko. Yeah, yeah. That was real nice. That, so. is, that is, that is, that is still my favourite kit as well. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. It's a, it's a the, the black one's a cranky kit. Look, the orange one's very, very stuck standard. The other three we've sort of had that combination yeah. for the last couple of years. And, Been there, done that. And, and the grey kit. Oh, to be fair, the orange kit's nice. The orange kit yeah. looks nice as well. The accents on the on the collar. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an upgrade from last season. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. It's not too much. Like I said, can't do too much on an audio yeah. podcast about what they look yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, yeah, go out. They are go out to the Rebel line. Sport. You're about to see them all except for the black one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, the only downside was, as we sort of mentioned, is some people, and I know Scotty uh, McCormick uh, on Twitter had this problem where he ordered a black kid online, they didn't have enough, and just shipped him a maroon one. Yeah, Next best available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's sort of not cool, guys. Um, whoever. I don't know it's a third party that manages that. It's not the club, so... Uh, we talked about Tom Aldred already being captain. Um, w League fixtures, they still don't exist. Um, well, it's technically still the first week of October. Yeah. <laughs> and I that think... was when they were meant to be released. So, yeah. you know, if they're released for Monday the 7th of October, then technically I think fits. maybe we might see him next week. And it sounds like it's going to be November. November start. 14th looks like the, the weekend around there. It looks like the start date, according to... Of all people, Casey Dumont on Twitter. <laughs> oh, look, Casey's um, across what's going on. Yeah, and uh, teams Where's have Simon started is? to announce signings. So Yeah, Sydney FC announced a raft of um, signings. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, so they're, they're pretty much announced their full squad and most of them are returning from last season. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, we, we've already had one notable out. Yes. Uh, who is Jenna McCormack, who's... Uh, Sign for victory, and also... but she finally got called off from Matilda's camp. Yes, yeah. yeah. So and she has, know. and she has officially quit from AFLW as well. So she's not doing that. That is easily the one thing that stopped her from getting to a world. Yeah, I think it yeah. did. Yeah, it's, yeah. They they were t- probably telling her to choose, and she was still having it both ways, and it might have cost her a spot. So, yeah. and to be honest, it showed that we could have probably used another full centre back at the World yeah, Cup. Well, we yeah. Yeah. we certainly yeah. that at the time. <laughs> um, it probably one of the other big movements was Emily Van Egmond moved to Melbourne City as well so that was a big movement announced by a Melbourne cafe yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, well the Melbourne the, City signing yeah. Emily Van Egmond it's one of those Dang. great things that you can you know I know the um those really uh you know dedicated watchers of W League who follow them all on Instagram they can normally tell who's going where by Instagram posts before anything's announced so um yeah. That will start to happen as the um, American season starts to wrap up as well. Um, just quietly, Sam Kerr, just killing it in WSL. Yes. Killing it. Uh, we have a free-to-air broadcaster. Yay! Yay! Even better, there's going to be no adverts during the game because it's Yay! the ABC. So they have been given uh, the 4pm... It's 4pm Brisbane time for most of the season, 5pm down south. So you'll probably see a common approach as a 5pm kickoff on Saturdays. Um, but that's 4pm up here. Um, I host the match has been rearranged. A lot of ours were just all of them were used to be like five, four fifteen kickoffs. They just moved to four pm kickoffs um, to sort of match okay. the ABC. So that's not too work. In all honesty, it's mostly Wellington games that have been affected. Yeah, yeah, because they realised they had pretty much 
all of the home and home games <laughs> yeah. at that time slot for a Saturday night. So they're like, yeah, we need to fix this. Yeah, we can't have our one game a week being Wellington versus somebody. Yeah, every um, time. They, and yeah. you see the official broadcaster of the Wellington Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although with that said, um, it's going to be interesting to see how the ABC does this because you'd imagine they're going to take their own broadcast. And not, yeah, because they not couldn't fake, have the, all the because all the sponsorship stuff they can't have. Yeah. They'll have to have their own feed. So I think it's just going to be the pure game because like their coverage is pretty much going to kick in and the game's going to start in like five minutes and then and it's all be done in under two hours so they can go to the news at seven o'clock. You know, well, think, yeah, yeah, you go keep the news. So I think yeah, I think they will have their own separate commentary team and and stuff there as well. So that'll be um yeah, it'll be interesting. which is good, which is good because mm. it just provides more opportunity. It's it's one thing to have the A League so the the Foxtel. Yeah, fee. That's that's, mm. that's good. You know, Fox yeah. do a really good job. Um, but I think it'd be good to see if yeah, because they have to have voices own, come around. They have to have like pretty much their own graphics <laughs> over it and everything, as, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, as long as Aaron Chen isn't doing the sideline <laughs> interviews, I'm fine with it. Oh uh, no, he he needs to be hosting the coverage. He is a he is a league meme royalty. This uh, is this is true. Yeah, this is true. Um, so all I say, more whiteboards. Yeah, more whiteboards. More whiteboards. <laughs> more whiteboards. Yep. Um, yeah. it should be noted as well. Uh, that they are live and in HD, and that includes up here in Queensland as well. So, um, you know, there was a, probably a slight fear that might be that's delayed. You know, it's five PM everywhere in Australia. Well, so we got it. The delay, a- yeah, that's true. The, there will be delays in finals, though. Yes, delays in finals. That's locked in for across the country. Yeah. Um, live on iView as well, so you can pick it up on there. So it's a streaming. <clears throat> that's good. Streaming as well. Um, one game of ours did actually move times to become a broadcast game, so we lost our round fourteen game well, against here. City which um, moved from a Saturday night game to a Saturday afternoon game. Uh, they also got a, the a, the Socceroos World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. The ones based in It seems to be the ones based in Australia on ABC. It's like, and then SBS has got the away ones. Maybe ABC is just like, we don't want to deal with overseas feeds. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you let SBS have that. And, and they're, they're specialised in, the, in yeah. the foreign broadcast. We'll so, just, you know, it's just... Uh, it's just for, on every channel. For our away travellers, I think there's like four total Royal Games affected. Yeah, um, so but they're all fifteen-minute move forwards. None of them were too serious. I think actually one was like a half couple an hour of hours. Back. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. There was nothing too serious. There was a big strong rumor they might move our Wellington away game in November, um, but that yeah, didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. So yeah, um, <clears throat> do you want to read that in the next one, Dave? Yeah, um, Jordan Courtney Perkins and Isaac Powell, not Courtney Smith, as I said earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Courtney Perkins and Isaac Powell both off to the Under Seventeens World Cup. Um, they're actually left today I think it was I saw on the Twitter feed yeah, um, but it starts the 26th of October and they're playing Ecuador, Hungary and Nigeria in the group stage um, they that's, that's actually like you know Nigeria aside at youth levels that's actually a really good draw because mm. mm. Ecuador and Hungary not great shakes so under 17s is hard to say though right because at that level you don't know whether a team is going to be good great all right. I mean, look, Australia doesn't normally make a World Cup in new levels anymore. That's right. So, yeah. you know, it's and how great. often do you see Hungary in mm. World Cup? Because you have to go through European qualifying, right? Yep. Yeah. So they, they can't. They, they must they be all right. Be, they, they can't, can't be, be terrible. Yeah. Um, they might not be the greatest, but they they're not going to be terrible because they're still European qualifiers. So that's right. <clears> I think they are all being shown on SBS, I think, as well. I oh, think. I didn't know that. Okay, there are. you go. So this will be an interesting group. Australia obviously will be. I mean, you'd probably put all those teams on an even keel because we know nothing about any of them other yeah, than the exactly. other teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, from a Brisbane point of view, though, that's basically Conor O'Toole um, locked in for that left-back spot yeah. for about a month because, <laughs> let's face it, we've got no one else behind him now. That's because what I was just all the other left-backs yeah. are off on a World Cup. Yeah. We dominate left-back position at a... Uh, well, I don't think Jordan Courtney Burns... From Matt Mackay onwards, 
We've dominated <laughs> the left back. <laughs> Brisbane Raw, home of Australia's left backs, apart from Daddy Kane. Which is which is well, yeah, well, which is why Australia's left backs have struggled for so long. Um, no, Australia, like that's a big hole though for those two to leave. And it sounds crazy because they're under seventeen players, but and Corny Perkins literally just walked into it. the side. Yeah. So we should be able to cover it. And O'Toole is not much older than either of them anyway. But it's that's a lot of depth in our left back that we're leaving. Yeah. because of it so well, from, I mean, it'll be great for nice. them to go to a World Cup but from I mean obviously our first couple of games uh, we play it's away in Perth then we have the bye so that, I mean that doesn't affect us and then True. and then it's in the Melbourne Victory at home so yeah, yeah it's then, a minimal disruption and then really. we'll probably the next game after that is I don't, that's that's all I've memorised of the draw is our first three games bullshit club over country come yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> no good luck to the boys over there we'll certainly be looking on we're fondly um a couple of government-related things. Yeah, yeah. Government government news has made its way into the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, no, this one's really good, actually. And I'm pretty sure... So I walked past um, Suncourt Stadium, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's actually... Part of it's up. really good. Yes. Uh, so State Government has committed $11 million to the World Cup bid on basically the conditions that we get a semi-final up here in Brisbane and a Matilda's group such game, group stage game, and a total of nine games across, which you think might be played around more at smaller stadiums, maybe Seals yeah. Park sort of thing. Um, so that's great that our that our state government's gotten on board. You know, I think our state government's pretty good at supporting women's sports, so um, this is a really good positive move. And what I was going to say, Suncorp Stadium, um, to me, looked like it was actually lit up um, like the colours of the bid, like that green, blue, green. Oh, good. That, um, that is the World Cup bid colour. Yeah. So, um, you know, they, they can just do that, that highlight colour in the top corner. It's not very obvious, but it's just... It seems uh, more than subtle, a subtle, subtle addition to the background. Uh, yeah. It's it's great that they've committed. It only shows to, up when they don't have the floodlights on. <laughs> it's great that they've, they've they've committed to that though, because having asking for a semi final is is smart. Because let's face it, we're not going to get the final. No, and I um, think I, I think New South Wales might have already backed the bid and been given the final. So. And that's and that's fine. But yeah. then you'd think that Victoria's probably going to come around and say we want a semi final. So Brisbane yeah. coming in and saying yeah we want a semi final. We have a fifty thousand seat stadium to do that in. Yeah, give us a semi final. It makes sense. Um, Nine games in was it? Did we say Queensland or was it nine games at Brisbane? No, it was, it was Queensland. Queensland, right? So you're probably going to have, like you said, Gold Coast and Brisbane games. My, oh, but the new Townsville Stadium would be um, done by then as well. So maybe there you go. Some, so, some group stage games up there. So it could be. A, I mean, given the location of Brisbane and Gold Coast, they might split them up to Townsville yeah. and Brisbane in that case. Then, but um, definitely, definitely um, worthwhile for the club, for the club, for the government to actually put this bid in uh, to support that. Bid. Yeah, because let's Absolutely. face it, this is this is the best chance for Australia to get a senior World Cup. Yeah, the men's World Cup was a fucking shambles. One uh, vote, it's eighty million dollars spent. Yeah, one but, stupid bouncing but, kangaroo. But <laughs> it's our bouncing kangaroo. <laughs> um, but the but the women's World Cup, I think, off the back of the most recent World Cup, shows that the government there's support for the game mm. in that respect around the world. It shows obviously Australia's standing in the women's game is a lot higher than the men's game. Yeah. So we've got that. You know, the FIFA can know that, hey, we're going to have a team that can compete. Um, <clears throat> so they're not going to have a concern around that angle, like yeah, Qatar. Yeah. Um, and and you've got a um, a region that they haven't brought a World Cup to before. And I'm not just saying Asia or you know Southeast Asia. I'm talking, if you factor in Australia as being Oceania or still part of Oceania, they've never held a World Cup in that Ocean. They've, so they've held a Youth World Cup, but not yeah. a Senior World Cup. Not a Senior, right? So that's that's So um, that would be a little tick box for them as well. And I think... We've still got some pretty stiff competition across the other bids, but I think we've got a few things going away, and that's great to see the government backing that. 
Yeah, that's it. And, you know, and, and doing it in the nice big announcement as well, you know, ministers standing up and, like, you know, it was a very publicly way that they backed it and, you know, means news grabs and stuff like that as well. And you're going to spend $11 million. You want to be able to progress something on the news yeah. saying, hey, we're spending $11 million. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. So, um, but, other but it, it's tangentially related to this. Yeah. So, um, while we're talking about government funding for bids, stadiums, things like that, the Gold Coast are looking to get some state government funding to add to council funding for a boutique sort of ten to 12,000-seater stadium. You've got one, fuckwits, <laughs> that you but, never use. But they don't like it, Ben, because it's a little bit hard to get to. Can they Sh- relocate take it? it apart, <laughs> chuck it on the train, <laughs> just <laughs> the line right there, yeah. chuck it on the train, bring it up. Chuck it up to Helen's Vale. I mean, they, they're going to... Um, I was going to say, they're going to build that Brisbane Live site at Rome. Just put the stadium on top. <laughs> just right? Live site, Rubina Stadium on top. That's all you want. That's all I want. Can yeah. you imagine having a concert underneath the football game? How incredible would that be? So, yeah, yeah that's easy, easy solve problem. Just give I mean, them their shitty little kind of 10,000 seat stadium. We'll take 25,000 seat, put it on top of, you know, Roman Street Parklands and away we go. I mean, literally, I... Uh, that was my thought as well. Like the Gold Coast, <laughs> the Gold Coast, yeah, they never filled School Park, and they clearly don't want it because it's. And I think this one's going to be more like you know towards Surface Paradise and the guts of the Gold Coast. Um, well, that's why they want a smaller stadium because they it's going to be more appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Use. I mean, the Titans never get many turn up, and but it would really make Ravina a white elephant if um if the Titans move games away from there. I but mean, you know, we think it'd be perfect for like you know Surf City, but I don't know. We just we just need something that size in Brisbane. We know. There's Absolutely. nothing between, as I actually said this on the talk of the Newcastle boys, there's nothing between playing at Suncorp now and like Cusack is dilapidated and, you know, you're so far back from the thing. It's not a good spectator experience. And Ballymore's a shithole. Ballymore's a shithole and needs to be torn down and that's literally what they're going to, you know, that's in their plans. We've got nothing between playing at Suncorp Stadium or Perry Park. Like, yeah. that's insane to me. Yeah. Um, there's literally we no don't need to invest that venues. Like, they've they realised both in the private and public, like across those, we need to have a mix of venues for other events. But, so, because, you know, we've got Roma Street sort of convention, sort of concert venue thing yeah. that's going to be the Bullets and the Firebird Zone as well. Mm. You know, you've then got... Well, they're pretty happy playing the new netball. I mean, they've just got their brand new netball centre. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah. But, but like, you know, that that's a 15,000-seater yeah. stadium. That's the, the, that officially means Boondall will basically be done as a... Yeah, yeah that, that, and that's and that's what this is replacing, is Boondall. But we still have Boondall. We have Roma Street coming. We've got the Convention and Exhibition Centre. Venue-wise, for, for, for gigs, we've got, you know, the Tivoli, the new Fortitude Music Hall, which has stepped in to become that mid-sized yeah. venue that the arena used to be, the arena or the Roxy's... The older listeners might know it as. Then you had the zoo, right? It's sensible to have venues of all sizes. Why why stadiums aren't keeping pace with that when we have the capacity for more is just baffling to me. I just don't understand it. And why the Gold Coast is getting, you know, staff, why Townsville getting a new stadium, totally beyond beggar's belief when we don't have what's needed in Brisbane. I think part of this probably falls on Brisbane City Council as well. Oh, definitely. Because we're in the, like a lot of these more regional stadiums get get um, council council support. And that's, what council Coast, support. that's what that's what Coast City Council are you know doing. They're going to be part yeah. funding this, and it's like where's where's the Brisbane City Council support for that? You've got fucking billions of dollars to throw on extra tunnels and shit. You know where's you know a few million oh, for a stadium? I've got it. A stadium, stadium underground. in a tunnel. In a, in a tunnel. tunnel. Get Candu onto it. Get Candu onto it. <laughs> Give him a hard hat. Don't start digging. 
Yeah, I'd, as long as it's I'd, not I'd after a flood. There. Yeah. No, I'd go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, right. I'd go there. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, that's and that's it. There's just nothing between those two levels, and that's crazy. Oh. Like, and that's the thing. Like, we would probably play out of a stadium that size permanently. Well, because here's an option. Here's an option. There. So the quarry at Mount Kutha is getting repurposed because it's pretty much done. Yeah. Stadium dug into the quarry. Oh. Natural stadium. All you have to do is put seats on the sides. Like there's that Build stadium. a fucking pitch There's in. a stadium in Portugal that's like that that has a quarry at one end. Yeah. It? Yeah, it's like dug into the rock. Yeah. 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 There you go. Let's Done. do it. Getting there's a bit shit So let's, let's do it. You want to you start planning for it, you and me, Pricey? We'll Tra- start yeah, working just, it out. Just, just make it... Like, off off yeah. mic? Just make it make a underground yeah, trademark ending. Make an underground Trademark ending. Trademark ending. Don't take it. Don't, <laughs> don't take it. Trademark ending. Piss off. Yeah. So, yeah. or, or at the Victoria Park golf course that they're repurposing, you know, yeah, well, in that whole stretch, you could put a ten thousand seater in there and not impact the public space. So, no, there's going, yeah, that's it. I mean, these are that would be a legitimately good spot to have one as well. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget that we are bidding for the Olympics, and yep. that's probably means they're going to go build a new bigger stadium than, yeah, just build that into the quarry too. Into the, uh, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> they're, they're going to build probably they're going to need a new 70,000 seat stadium for the Olympics. They'll reboot Gabba for that. No, Gabba doesn't have the space. Because <laughs> you've got like, roads on both sides. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's already hanging over the road. This is true. Well, they'll do what they did in the in, the, um, in Sydney and just fuck it off out west somewhere. Yeah, well, that's the interesting part, isn't it? And then you got a blue. Welcome to the next so in Dolby in Ipswich <laughs> <laughs> at North Ipswich <laughs> Reserve. Yeah, we have a seventy thousand seat stadium for the North Ipswich Reserve Jets. <laughs> uh, and we thought and the Ipswich A League bit. Yeah, and, and we thought we struggled to fill our stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I mean, there has to be other sports that if you had a good multi-use, like 10,000-seater, like local rugby league, like mm-hmm. local finals for... Those, uh, anyway. Like, I'm looking forward to the Toowoomba Olympics. <laughs> it's it's going to be great. Yeah. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so, now that we've digressed enough, let's get back on track. Let's get back on track, yes. So, of course, this is a preview show, which means that we need to make some predictions. Well, no, no, no. Hold up. Let's get to the fans first. The fans? Yeah. We, well, we fans. asked the fans today oh, what, sorry, they, what, what they thought about... The preseason so far. What they're good, bad, and ugly was of the preseason. So, Ben, do you want to bring up your... Uh, do you want, which one do you want to bring up? The actual Facebook page? Yeah, up, yeah Okay, you yeah. do that one. And I'll bring up the actual Raw Supporters group. So we put this question out. Um, <clears throat> preseason's over and we're headed towards a new season. So ahead of our season, uh, what's your good, bad, and ugly? Fowler's new signings, uh, Fowler, the new signings, an epic, epic FFA Cup run, or drawing with Pen Pal? Give us your thoughts. So... Start off with you, mate, because you got a few more. Oh, you brought up the same ones I did. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll start with friend of the show, Danny Butts. Um, good. We finally decided on a theme song. Um, which which we'll get to. We haven't actually covered this. Which we'll get, which we'll get to in, hey, ben, the, in the next. You're comment. the voice, mate. You can keep going with that. Look, I'm not going to sit here in <laughs> silence. You're going to live um, in fear? Yeah. We're not gonna, I'm not going to live in fear and sit in silence here. Bad, bad, no home games for three weeks. Ugly Fowler's haircut. Okay, well, let's, on the on the note of Fowler, we have one from John Myers. Just the bad appointment of a coach that has no experience. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's a fair point. It is fair. I mean, we're it, coming it off. And, like, there's positives and there's negatives to having Fowler, and that's certainly the negative. The positive is he has great connections, he knows his low, low legs well, and he's been, you know, I mean, he's certainly been doing youth coaching, so... I don't know. Say, we Matt, just have to give him a chance. Matt Clock he had a bit of a giggle at our part about the epic FFA Cup run. 
had a bit of a laugh about that and say, ah, oh, we're out against Central Coast in the round of 16. Uh, Taryn Saunders pointed out that was actually pretty good for us. So that's, <laughs> hey, that's the longest we've ever been in the FFA It cup, is right. the furthest we've ever been, <laughs> the longest we've ever been in the Cup 4. Absolutely. Now, Simon Taking Reynolds. it to penalties actually made it the longest yeah. we've ever actually been in the yeah. Cup. Now, now, Simon Reynolds, uh, friend of the show again. That's right. Um, good. Nice kit, exciting squad. Bad. <laughs> What the fuck does Johnny Hart Farnham have to do with Brisbane except for playing maybe 3,000 last shows there? <laughs> That's ugly, exactly it. ugly Fox slash FFA in inverted commas marketing. And it has been a fucking shit show. What, you're, the not, you're complete, not a fan of the anime? The complete lack of anything up until this week. And I mean, have you seen it on TV? I haven't. I've no. seen it on Facebook. Yep, yeah. that's it. I don't that's, think they're going to fall But at the same time, that's also where the eyeballs they're trying to reach. Ah, the eyeballs they're trying to reach aren't necessarily watching TV. The eyeballs are flicking through yeah. Facebook and Twitter and That's it, they're YouTube. probably tagging And I've seen Instagram. it on YouTube, I've seen it on Twitter, I've seen it on Facebook. I'm sure it's on Instagram, I don't have Instagram, give a crap. But it's on those channels, so that's where they're trying to... And that's not the sort of thing you're going to get a boomer looking at that ad saying, oh, I'm going to go to Ailey because they got a skeleton vomiting lava. Yeah, you know, a boom is not going to. I didn't actually that. think. I didn't actually think the ad was that bad. Well, they had, no, they had W right. League and A League. And that's what I mean. It just happened. But, it's too but the target yeah. for it is is, yeah. is looking at these particular. So people getting upset that it's not on TV or not in print ad, or print or in print. That's fine. But it's just but it's not like, fallback. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my problem. That's fine. And look, and but it's Fox also are, not. It's not targeting that market. And look, the Fox thing as well. Like it's pretty clear that we've dropped off Fox's radar. Um, well, in, we, you know, like where they did their whole here's the summer of sport and didn't even have anything about football in there or an A League logo on that page. Yeah, something's dropped there. Someone's dropped the ball, and I don't know if it's the, uh, I don't know if it's uh, Fox that dropped the ball there. Might have been, well, it might uh, have been Fox. Who knows? knows? I think it's a bit of a run. Um, Joshua Bratt chopped in. Thanks, Josh. Um, we lacked discipline last night. Noticed a huge step step down in pressure against Power after we scored our first two yeah. goals. Other than that, a very decent preseason. Thanks for that, Josh. That's good, Josh. Yeah, that. And that's the sort of content as well. Without good, bad, ugly, obviously we want you to get involved with that. But that's also the sort of content and comments that you can put in when you leave a recording on our Anchor page. So make sure you get onto Anchor after the games, before games, whenever. Leave us a message as well. Absolutely. Um, last little cross-promotion there. Good work, Dave. Send me best. All about the cross-promotion. Now, do you want to get onto the, to the predictions now? The predictions, yes. Our big, fearless predictions for the year. So, of course, I'm just going to go through what's actually on there and... We're, at, we're going to put this out as a spreadsheet that you can download um, online and uh, you can add your own... Uh, you can you can email us in your own copy of it. So if yeah. you just want to email the rawcast at gmail.com and we'll put this in the, in the description and uh, you can uh, send it through and then pretty much at the end of the year, the best listener one, we will... Um, we will add as well. So, sort of when we do our final season wrap up, when we go through and, this and, the end. And there will be an as, as yet to be announced prize for the winner. Yes. It, it, may, be, it, may, be that, um, it may be that Ben will send you a photo. But, he may or may not have plus. It may, not, may or may not rhyme with Wait, Nick on, we'll... Pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear>. Mavid Mod. <laughs> yeah. So what we have is we'll have uh, we need to put the eleven teams in order of what they'll finish this season. Um, eleven teams, not ten. Remember, we're up one. All right. Uh, so it's also winner of the A League in the grand final uh, because, of course, we're going to be saying who our winner is um, of the uh, regular season in our in our table prediction. Uh, the FFA Cup winner, which um, is down to two, so <laughs> yeah, you know, fifty-fifty there. Total goals A League wide. Total goals for Brisbane that includes league finals and FFA Cup. Uh, top scorer for the A League. No finals. Top scorer for um, for Brisbane only, including league finals FA Cup. Total cards entire A League, red, yellow, red and yellows, not finals. 
Total cards Brisbane as well, reds and yellows. Uh, that's A League only. Most cards per team. So most cards are the worst team in the A League for combination of red and yellow cards. Uh, the most cards for a player. The average crowd for Brisbane. The first coach to be Lee fired, no longer be employed after we had that really weird one where like Ernie Merrick just like stepped down. It was like someone that... stepped down like the day. Oh, it was um, Popovich. Popovich. Yeah, Popovich leaving. Yeah, he left like the day after he recorded yeah. or something like that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen to us this season. No, we put a date down as well. Yeah, yeah so, so, so as of Monday the seventh, which is the day after we're recording yeah. this. Um, who do you think the tipping champion will be? Now, tipping this year, we have different contestants. We do, and we'll get onto that shortly. So we'll leave yes. that one for yes. in a second. Uh, and then a random event that you'll think will happen. Is that tied in with that one or is that separate from that? It's sort of tied in with that. Sort so of tied we, in that. we mentioned that. We're, we, we're going to have, we're going to keep track of all the peak, as hashtag peak A League moments. Um, all the things that are uniquely A League. Think. Uh, New Year's Eve game Central Coast versus Perth yeah. that was the most peak of PK yeah. League moments where you had the goals getting broken new goals having to be brought out the training goals that is yeah. um, you the had, wheels having to be taken <laughs> off <laughs> you had Fox Sports having to fill for 40 minutes Danny he, McBreen dropping some F-bombs dropping some a kid F- with a, a on the YouTube screen yeah, uh, yeah a, a kid with a toy, with a toy gun <laughs> the Ospreys in the, in the stands <laughs> the fireworks going off mid-game and they were yeah. meant to be after it that was the that was the most A League thing. So we're going to keep a tab of all kinds of peak A League things that happen throughout the course of the year, and um, give you a chance to, uh, to to vote on. Central Coast was pretty A peak A League <laughs> all of last all year, of last really. Year. Like yeah. the the the, the, the well, streak runs on crutches. Yeah, you know, like that, that like. It's going to take it's a lot to beat that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Look. and again, encourage you all, if you see something that we don't, let us know. Tag us in on Twitter we'll, or we'll, something. We'll, we'll yeah. absolutely yeah. include it on our list, and at the end of the year, we'll have our top four or so that we're going to put PK to a vote. League. Oh. PK League Award. Um, put it to a vote, and you guys can have your say as to what you think is the most A-League of A-League moments through the 2019-2020 season. The random event will kind of tie in somewhat to that, because this is just us predicting now, and you, ladies and gentlemen, predicting now what you think will happen some some random thing that would happen um, like an osprey nesting in a stand yes yeah. I wonder That's what it. the status of that is by the way surely hatched well I think <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Central Coast have uh, got an osprey liaison officer yeah <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're actually their main business their core business now is actually osprey protection <laughs> yeah. 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 they have a football side team yeah Central yeah, exactly. Coast Ospreys just a side business of running a football Central Coast Ospreys it's just like Western <laughs> Melbourne are just a construction <laughs> business with a side business of running a football <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> Anyway, we um, speaking of predictions, there is a round. There is a round. There is a round of football. It is finally here. The um, league is back, baby. And we'll we'll go through. Like I said, we've got a few new people. We've actually got seven contenders this year. Yes, we're up one, up two, up two. Yeah, well, there was six last. Well, actually, there's really six last year. We're up to seven. Okay, there's more because we lost one. We gained two. Oh, that's right. You you are correct. Yes, yeah. no maths. Um, so Adam is out of the out of the contention this year, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you, Adam. Yeah. Uh, for all of your tipping. Um, good and bad most that's other priorities to deal with yes that's um, it but we have more people it was so, just a poor man's Rick Evans anyway that's right well speaking of Rick Evans hey! we have Rick Evans on the team now he is uh, agreed to join us for the tipping rich man's Rick Evans rich yes. man's Rick yes. Evans um, <laughs> and you would have remember, you very remember, sad Rick Evans actually just like what just happened and you may all uh, obviously Rick was on the show last year a few times as well has yeah. very valuable insights and we'll try to get him on the show as bit more this year as well because yeah. he is a very wise head in the matters of football we also have as spoken about beforehand, Danny Butts. Danny Butts. Danny yes. Butler coming on, joining us as well. So he will man. also be in the tipping. Nothing the but the Butts. Man. 
He said he wanted a nickname. Yeah. Call him the Butts Man. Yeah. Dumb. The Butts Man. Um, <laughs> Another Butts Man. Uh, so, Danny. I love calling Big Butts because then I can say I like Big Butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> big Butts. Done. So, he, I'm sure he, he will absolutely before. love that nickname. He will. He will yeah. absolutely enjoy it. Um, <laughs> he likes taking like an analytical look at the A League as well. So. He is, yeah, he's yeah. very, uh, very good at kind of looking into the detail of it all. So, mm-hmm. he's, and we'll hopefully have Danny on the show uh, a few times this year as well. Of course, the three of us are all on again. Yep. Make it weird if we're on the show when not actually shipping. Look, I'm just here to do the preview show, then I'm done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, have I'll, have, I'll have plenty of time to do the podcast because I won't be attending many games again. <laughs> At this stage, our, our um, Toshiba, the fucking green dinosaur, dinosaur photocopier, yeah. is going to be back as well. Uh, and you, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you are involved as well, the listeners. So you guys will have the chance to put your votes in as of Monday the 7th. We're going to put the t- uh, put the polls up tomorrow evening, I'd say. As well as um, the season long predictions spreadsheet. Yes, we'll try and get that up too. So we've got five games though. We already have a couple of tips, like I said, from the other guys. We'll start off with Adelaide versus Sydney, the season opener. Ben, what do you think? Draw. In Adelaide. In Adelaide, yes. Draw, please. Brassi. Yeah, I think draw. I think Adelaide at home. Uh, Rick also thinks Adelaide. Dan has backed Sydney. Uh, wait for Shiva's tips. We won't go through his stuff. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers hosting Central Coast in the first game on ABC TV and oh. the first game you know, back we didn't at go, we, didn't go, we didn't go through the other teams that we're going to go through. Oh well, oh, okay. yeah. they're all shit. Yeah. Too long anyway. Yeah. Um, Western Sydney being backed by Dan and Rick. Uh, Bryce, what do you think? Yeah, Western Sydney. I think it's going to be a nil-all draw. Because <laughs> that would be perfect. First game on ABC, nil-all. <laughs> it, it'll be Western Sydney. Um, that's my tip anyway. Uh, a big, big blue? No, Melbourne derby. Uh, mm. Victory hosting Sydney. We all know that hosting rights are super important in a derby. Yeah. Yep. Victory hosting Sydney. Uh, Melbourne City being backed by Dan and Rick. Um, I think... Fuck, I don't know. Victory will probably win this. Ben. City for me, thanks. Um, yes. Yeah, Melbourne Victory is the host. Melbourne Victory is the yeah, host. Oh, well, that's very important, actually. That's very yeah, Victory. Yeah, because they're hosting. Only because they're hosting. And that'll be a draw now. Yeah. Uh, Wellington versus Western United or one. W U N one. The first game for the Western United. Um, in, in Wellington. <clears throat> um, Dan and Rick are both backed United. Uh, what do you reckon, Bryce? Uh, no, Nick started right, so I am going to go for a draw. Started writing W. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um, I'd think a draw as well, actually. I yeah. I'm gonna go with Welly. I don't see Wellington doing heaps. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna be really interesting. Like there's so many. Like, we're talking about this before. Like preseason was just so. A lot of like results where like you know that team beat that team, which beat that team. So it's like we sort of cancel it out. Or there's just lots of draws everywhere, yeah. and it's it's gonna be a really interesting season. I think so. As we already mentioned, yeah. Perth hosting Brisbane Sorry, uh, over again. in the West. Dan and Rick both backing the draw. I, I want to say Perth just for now because I like to start pessimistically and go from there. Ben. Perth. <laughs> I, I don't like to start pessimistically. You just start pessimistic. I am just pessimistic about our chances in literally round one. Pricey. Uh, I'm draw for me. I'm two on the fence in this room. Welcome to the Royal Coast where nobody took <laughs> Brisbane. Um, Come on, Yoshima. <laughs> Keep the faith, buddy. So, Keep the faith. That's the uh, that's the, the predictions for... This one. Was there something else we had to mention? I can't remember. 
Um, probably social medias, but oh, yeah. where we are anchor and anchor. But uh, I think that was. Oh, no. we've shit. got another show coming out next week. I've forgotten anything. We'll if, I, if, if you do remember, I can always add it in. As a yeah, work it out then. Um, that's the uh, that's the show though, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to tell the socials then? Yeah, we'll do the <laughs> social media. So we at uh, on Twitter, we are at the Rawcast, and we are also on Facebook at dot com slash the Rawcast. You can email us at the Rawcast at gmail dot com. We tend to prefer social media for just general comments, but yeah. you know. If, if I mean, if it. you want to insult us, definitely do a social media. Yeah, Because then we can retweet it and say, look at this dickhead. Yeah. If you do it via email, it's not going to get anyone traction. Yeah, we'll exactly. Just delete it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and of course, we these uh, podcasts are uploaded onto Anchor FM. Um, so it's anchor.fm uh, slash raw slash the, the hyphen rawcast. All right. And um, so that's where you can find us. Leave your messages and stuff like that. You know, you can find us, of course, on Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you rate and review us, we'll, we'll read it out on the show. But, 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 but of course, with Anchor, now you can actually leave us a message and we'll read, play, it play, out on the show. play it out on the show. Yeah. So, you know, really, you um, can just do it yourself. You know what we've forgotten, Dave? What? Um, going for Orange. That's what I was thinking of. Except, so going for Orange this season, we're changing it up. We are we're, changing it up. We're going to get away from just the Brisbane players. So really, it's more going to be going for A-League. <coughs> A-League's Orange, so the A-League logo's Orange. So we can stay going for Orange. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Going, going for Orange... Australia. Going for A League? Going for A League? Copyrighted? No, I don't know. Going for Australian Football National League. Going for Australia. Going for Australia. Going for Australia. Going for Australia. Um, so going for, for Australia. Same rules, except uh, <laughs> so A League A League wide now. Are you still going to put in the uh, Going for Orange theme right now? Absolutely. O R A N G E. That spells orange easy as can be. O R A N G E. That spells orange most definitely. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then it, we were also thinking minimum twenty players, twenty games. Minimum played. twenty games, so no more Mario Karlovic's then. Yeah, Mario no. Karlovic played twenty games. I know, I did. twenty games of NPL maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he was in the teens. I'm pretty sure because I originally said ten, and then I went twenty because <laughs> I'm like, I don't think ten games would have knocked out of Mario Karlovic. All right, but I've got I've twenty got the games first one here. played most of the season. So this is as as per previous. The rules are. You get one guess per clue. Yeah. I've got a ton of clues here, so you have plenty of shots. And like I said, it has to play in the A-League, so minimum 20 games. That's easily covered here. So, I was born on the 14th of July, 1988. Saka Serna. <coughs> Incorrect. I trialled at Aston Villa, Leicester City, and Middlesbrough as a 16-year-old. Ryan Edmonds. Incorrect. Someone wants to do that, I signed a three-year deal with one of these clubs and remained with them for 11 years, making 126 appearances and captaining the side. Millier. No. What, what were the uh, clubs again, sir? Aston Villa, Leicester City, and Middlesbrough. Okay. Carry on. I had two loan spells during this time, with Burnley in 2009 and Charlton in 2016. Bruce Williams. That's correct. Yeah, well done. Well done. Let's read out the other notes here, because this is some of my favourite ones. She got it way too early. I played with Jay O'Shea, Scott McDonald. I'm oh, sorry, I have played with Jay O'Shea, Scott McDonald, and convicted pedophile Adam Johnson. <laughs> Between 2007 and 2009, I represented Wales in under 21s 10 times. Was even caught up to the senior Welsh squad for a Walker qualified as Azerbaijan and Russia in 2008. I missed most of the 2010 11 season with a pelvic injury, also prevented me from going to the 2010 World Cup. 
I've represented Australia on 14 occasions since 2009, scoring zero goals. <clears throat> I signed for my hometown club, Perth Glory, in 2016-17. I moved to Melbourne Victory the season after. I moved to Saudi Arabian side, Al Kadashi, whatever, Kashia FC, to make a bit more dollar dollar bills, y'all. Sadly, we were relegated last season. We are now top of the second division, though, so it's not all bad. I have two younger brothers, Ryan and Aaron, uh, Aaron, who are twins. Ryan is also represented in Australia. It is Mr. Reese Williams. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Ben. Start, start <laughs> like a house on fire again. Catch yeah. up, bitches. It's going to be just like last season, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just more players to choose from. More <laughs> players to choose from. Yeah. All right. Do you want to close this out? Because that was... Uh, we already, we already did the socials. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that's our natural closing point. Yeah, because <laughs> we uh, we completely forgot to do that section. So um, yeah. Anyway, I'll have to remember to cut that out uh, properly. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will of course be back next week with a show and uh, back regularly in a regular schedule. Maybe not around buy games after buy weekends, but um, you know we'll work it out as we go along and let you know. So we will certainly be back after the Perth Glory game and uh, ready to go for another season. 2019-2020 season is here. Get around it, folks. Season eight, awesome. season 8 of the Rawcast. How have we been doing this for eight fucking years? Eight years. What are we up to number? Is that in the A-League? Is it 15? 14 season? 15 season? season 15 season. I think someone got a 15-year membership thing. Yeah. I, mean, that, I mean, that seems depressing enough. So we've been doing this for more than half the A-League's life. Yes. Yes. Well, this show has been anyway. Yeah, the show. Not well, us, of course, personally. Well, I've, I've, I've been, been seven. I've been yeah. seven. Because, let's face it, the, the first series was from our forefather, yeah. Chad Friend. Who we, of course, it's everything's his fault. Yeah. But thank you, Chad, for uh, for starting this and making yeah. the broadcast, giving it life. Yes. That's Actually, it. I think I wasn't the first season. I think he interviewed me. <laughs> I was drunk. Um, <laughs> like Sounds great. like every great. other show. Since. That's a great point to, start to end on. All right. <laughs> we'll catch you again next week, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.